Hey, ProSide Small Group Leaders, welcome to our weekly Small Group Leaders podcast where we help you as you lead your small groups. We've got Pastor Billy here today taking us through launching our new series and into this. I love this topic. I, I love what God's going to do in us through this, and I think we all kind of need this right now. So, Pastor Billy, take us away. Amen. Yeah, we're really excited about this series. You know, the, all the preaching pastors we got together talked about, you know, where we feel like uh, we are in this season. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this topic of made for greatness really resonated because, you know, sociologists say now we live in an age of anxiety, you know, with all that's going on in the world and and just a sense of hopelessness and purposelessness. And right. that's really an epidemic. I mean, there's a, you know, there's articles out about the hopelessness epidemic and how right. that leads to substance abuse and suicide mm-hmm. and just all kinds of negative stuff. And um, we need to know and realize that God has a plan and a purpose Absolutely. for every single one of our lives, even in the challenges that we face. And God has put us on this earth for great things, mm-hmm. to make a difference in the world, to love God and love others. And so throughout this series, we're going to be unpacking that and hopefully to bring hope and perspective where people are uh, in their lives. And so we're going to be looking through uh, the story of Joseph and following his journey. Mm-hmm. And uh, this past week, we, we started off with the dream right? That God gave Joseph a dream. I just want to read the main thought uh, to us here, um, that no matter our pa- our age, our past, or present circumstances, God has a purpose for our lives. The story of Joseph in the Bible illustrates this and teaches us many valuable lessons on how God leads us into His purpose for our lives. Mm-hmm. When Joseph was just 17, God gave him a dream that he would one day become ruler over his people. And if you know the end of the story, it happened. And mm-hmm. he ruled not just his people, but he ruled justly and righteously and right. saved really millions of people from famine mm-hmm. and um, and ultimately delivered the Hebrew people where we get Jesus the Messiah right. from. And so from this, you know, we learn three things just from this first part of his story that God has a dream for your life. You were made on purpose and for a purpose. The second thing is, is we have to also recognize that God's dream for our lives will always right. be opposed. This mm-hmm. is so important. Just as much as we need to know that God has a dream for our lives, we also have to know that the enemy will oppose that right. dream on every front and in every step. Therefore, when we face opposition, we aren't freaking out, but we know, okay, mm-hmm. I know what's happening. The enemy is opposing God's purpose for me, and therefore I need to persevere uh, through uh, walking with him. And then lastly, that God is with us, though, and will fulfill his purpose as we walk with him. That's mm-hmm. really the key. And here at ProSide, that's our help. heart, is to help everyone to walk in their purpose and fulfill it. And so as we discuss this week in our small groups and reflect, um, you know, let's, let's really j- draw into that. Maybe some people are feeling discouraged, like, there's no purpose for my life. Mm-hmm. Or maybe some people feel like, okay, well, what happened with all this stuff that I'm facing and all this junk? Right. What happened to God's purpose mm-hmm. for my life? What do I do now? And uh, if we can really point people to persevering in relationship with God right. and in discipleship, we'll get there. Um, but, you know, as you reflect on the weekend sermon and the main thoughts and passages above, what is the Lord highlighting to you and why? Michelle, any thought there? What would you share yeah, in this moment? Yeah, you know, uh, Pastor Billy and I talked a little early. He wanted me to share this story about uh, my husband and I and our battle with infertility. Um, and it really was one of those things. I remember um, growing up not being a Christian and telling myself I never want to have kids because my family was broken. Every Everyone in my friend group had a broken family. It was just like, what's the point of bringing kids into this world, mm-hmm. right? Then I get saved and, and I see... I see what God can do. I, I see the purpose of children and family and how a godly family is. And he awoke in this desire in me. I mm-hmm. remember being a junior in college in a service and God spoke to me. He said, you're, you're going to have a son. Nice. And I have the journal. Like it says, you're going to have a son and he's he's going to influence wow. nations, right? I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to have a son. Okay, I want to get married. or you know. And so anyways, I progress in life. Um, I'm following God. I meet my husband. We get married. The, like a, a, 
a few months after you and Nomi got mm-hmm. married. And all of our friends around us had a bunch of kids and we didn't have any. And it was this 10-year journey of being told we couldn't have wow. kids. And, and, you know, at first it was just, you know, woe is me because all that purpose was, I'm going to have a son. Mm-hmm. Um, but God's purpose was so much bigger. But, you know, when you first get the dream and, and you're, all you're thinking about is a dream coming to pass, you don't realize God's purpose is way beyond you. Yeah. It's just way beyond you. And so I was so glad to be in small group, to be disciple, to be in church, because everyone kept just ministering to me, leading me back to the word. I grew my trust in God. But through that process, through those 10 years, I cannot tell you how many families we've been able to minister to, just mm-hmm. walk with through it, to give them hope and just to walk with them. And then finally, we were able to conceive Gunner, and we have him now. And I look back and I'm like, if it was just about me having a baby, it would have been so small. Mm-hmm. But what God did in my marriage, what he did in my faith, what he did in my relationships, mm-hmm. the countless people that I continue still till this day to walk with through their infertility um, battles and believing for their families, um, I wouldn't have seen the impact. Yeah. And it's kind of like Joseph, like, hey, you're going to rule all over your family, right? Like, you're, you're going to be the ruler over yeah. your brothers. But he didn't realize how much you know, influence he'd have, how much he'd be able to rule them, not in a a top-down way, but in a blessing way. And and I think when we think about God's purpose for our lives, it's so much bigger than just what it means to us. That's right. Yeah. You know, know, first of all, I forgot that it was 10 years that you uh, guys persevered and waited, you and Jericho. Mm -hmm. And um, I I know there must have been many times where you thought, what happened to the promise? What happened to the dream? Well, and I worked in social work. And so I was like, taking care of CPS kids. I'm like, mm-hmm. why everyone has so many kids? Where's what about mine? Me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually following you, God. Right? right. So you can get into that. Yeah. But it, it was the word small group, being in service, being in Christian community to remind me like, God didn't forget about you. He has a bigger and I And I can just imagine you're Joseph, right? That, you know, yeah. God gave you this dream and then you find yourself in the pit, yeah. right? You find yourself in this pit, sold as a slave. And you're mm-hmm. like, wait, what happened to the dream? But 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 oftentimes what we don't recognize is that that the pit and that process of waiting is God preparing you and positioning right? you. That's right. Like there's a lot if, of peace. If he in wasn't this. right, if right. he wasn't in the jail cell, if he wasn't in the, these places, That's which right. we're going to dive into. Yep. And just for me, if I didn't go to this certain doctor, I wouldn't have met these other people. And then right. still to this day, like I, we went somewhere, and this family goes to our same doctor, and we we're able to connect with them. We're hoping wow. to get together with them and really, um, you know, see where God leads that. But it's opened so many doors into so many relationships to be able to tell of the goodness of that's God. Great. And that's God's promise that if we persevere, he will take what the enemy used to destroy us that's right. and he will bring about his glory. And that's so huge because everyone, you know, leaders, you know, we've all experienced opposition mm-hmm. on the path towards fulfilling God's. Maybe right. you're still facing opposition. I am. I'm facing opposition in my life right now. And, and um, you know, we want people to be able to talk about that yeah. and just recognize that that opposition doesn't mean God's abandoned you. Right. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It doesn't mean that there is no dream or there mm-hmm. is no purpose. Like for me, when I was growing up, I thought, okay, God, maybe you have a purpose for everybody else except me. Right. You know, when I came to church, I remember hearing pastors preach about purpose. And I thought, well, you must be talking about other people. You Mm -hmm. surely aren't talking about me because I was looking at all the circumstances around my life that were just, it seemed purposeless, right? But then I began to realize, okay, God, you're you're doing something through this, right? And I think your story, Michelle, really points to that because to have to persevere for 10 years, continue to be faithful, and then to see what God's done through all of that, positioning you to be a blessing to other people. And then now you have Gunner, it's like, 
you know, it's it's an even greater testimony than if yeah. you know God just snapped his fingers and you had a baby on the first try. It's right. like where's the growth in that? And, and the it also in that? really frames us because we we don't worship Gunner and we don't like That's he's right. really God really shaped our hearts to realize that through this whole process, our purpose is to make him known. That's good. And so the purpose of having our son is to get into these new environments and new relationships mm-hmm. and new schools and new sports teams right. so that we can make God known. That's great. You know, early on, Joseph, you know, it's pretty clear that he was a little bit braggadocious about right. his dream. Right. You know, can you imagine gathering all your... Hey, guys, just, I just want to let you know, you're all going to be bowing down to <laughs> exactly. me one day, so get used to it. In fact, let's practice right now. You right. know what I mean? I can just see him being a little arrogant, even telling his mom and dad the same thing. But it was the process of going through hardships yes. that shaped him so that he could really be a righteous and just right. later on. Exactly. And so there's a whole lot of shaping that happens mm-hmm. even in the opposition. So, there's, you know, there's a lot of leaders that you can milk out of this, just this yeah. first question. You and know? I know a lot of people in my groups and everything, everyone's going through some hard things, relational mm-hmm. things, right? Um, things with your children, things with um, finances. There's all these things. And I yeah. think uh, with jobs, satisfaction, all that kind of stuff. And I think when we look for our purpose within something minuscule or earthly like yeah. a job or a relationship, then that's when we get dissatisfied. That's when we have a hard time. But if we lift our eyes and look to our, our for God mm-hmm. for our purpose, mm-hmm. that it's bigger than that, then we'll see that in every season. Yes. He's working out something to position us for what's next. And when we're going through it, it's hard to see it. Yeah. I'm sure when Joseph was thrown in a pit, you know, thrown in a yeah. caravan as a slave to Egypt, he didn't realize that God was going to use all of that to lead him exactly yeah. where he needed to be. And he didn't necessarily know that he would get free. Yeah, he probably like, thought he'd he probably be thought a he was slave for the rest of his life. Yeah, right. Exactly. And we feel like that sometimes mm-hmm. we're in the midst of the circumstance, but you know that's why small group is so important. It's a yeah. great week to really emphasize the importance of being with each other and the importance of being in service, yeah. worshiping together, the importance of reading your word and praying. Yeah. Um, this is a great time to really emphasize those things and get back to those spiritual yeah. disciplines. Because what we want is for people to talk about the challenges that they're facing, and and hopefully through that conversation you right. can see the hand of God. Mm-hmm. Because here's the last point, and this is the key where I'd love to leave us is that um, God is with us. You know, yes. it says that the Lord was with Joseph and and therefore he caused him to prosper in the mm-hmm. house of Potiphar. So the whole time during all of that opposition, the Lord was with him. And so we need to help people to see that the Lord is with them, yes. help them to walk with him because the Lord can be with them. But if we're not walking with him in relationship, we're going to miss it. Mm-hmm. And so we got to help people to walk with him. And then as we walk with him, he will lead us into his purpose Amen. for our lives. That's and so, right. you know, there's a lot you can milk out of this conversation. Please do, you know, and, you know, as I know sometimes, you know, we, we, we can get to venting in our small groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, please, please don't let it become a, a long vent session yeah but you know people need to process but then we got to help one another to pivot to seeing what is the lord doing what do you think the lord is doing in the midst of that opposition what do you think he's trying to teach you what do you think he's trying to form in you for the purpose that god has for you those are perfect questions to ask right what is god doing what is he revealing to you what do you what is he stirring you to respond to exactly because it's our obedience to him that will continue to have us follow in his purpose amen and we're going to dive more into joseph's obedience next week but for now let's let's talk about the purpose that god has, the dreams he's put in our heart, Mm -hmm. the opposition we face, and how we can find Jesus in the midst of it. And um, have a great conversation this week, leaders. Let's let's be a, yeah, have some wonderful conversation. Be prepared to share a little bit of your story, some of the oppositions you face, how you persevered, and let's help other people to uh, see what God's doing in their lives as well. Absolutely. And this is a great time to invite someone that maybe is walking through something and doesn't know God. So let's stir our groups to continue to invite, to pray for those around them that don't yet know God, and let's bring them into these environments. Amen. All right, guys, have a good group. Have a great group. Thank you.